DC Coaching presents B World Class, a podcast that teaches real estate and mortgage professionals how to build a world-class practice that can serve 15 plus families a month without working more than 40 hours a week so that you can live an inspired life. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. So today, guys, we're going to talk about how to build a world-class mindset. Here's the deal. I'm going to go deep on this. This is this. I'm going to introduce a lot of stuff to this. This is real. I'm going to give you a checklist to go through to find out where you're at right now and so that you can make some changes on this as well. So last week, I went into my doctor, the, you know, the normal six-month checkup. And before he came in, I had to fill out this long questionnaire on my mental health. And so I asked him, I said, hey, man, you know, why this long questionnaire? He sent in an intern before that as well to kind of shake something loose, too. Um, and this is what he said. He said nine out of 10 people that we see right now are suffering from some sort of anxiety, depression, panic or overwhelm. Um, and we're just trying to get on top of it as a practice. So once I heard that nine out of 10 went in my head, that's 90 percent. And, uh, and so I said, Hey, listen, you know what? I want to do a quick mindset checkup on you. As we say in here, um, mindset's something that you rent. It's not something that you own. So I'm going to do this as a workshop style right now in here. So I'm going to go over our three basic principles, um, on the DC, what we call the DC, how to build your world-class mindset. The first principle is to understand first off that mindset is simply the way that you think. Okay, now here, here I go, ready? How you think determines how you feel. How you feel determines what kind of energy you give off. And what kind of energy you give off either attracts people or repels people. This is based on years and years of back-breaking research. And it's simply like this, guys. If you are in green, you feel good. And that allows you, if you feel good, you'll create great relationships in your life, you'll be in better health, and you will be attracting clients into your business. If you are in red, you don't feel good. And that is creating collateral damage in the rest of your life, in your business, in your relationships, in your health. And it feels like you're almost forcing your way through life. The second principle is... This one's really hard, okay? Outside situations, circumstances on the outside do not cause the red thoughts and feelings. It is your thoughts about the situation that cause the red thoughts and feelings. Okay, so give you an example. Right now, say to yourself, look out on your day and say to yourself, Oh my God, I've got so much to do today. I wish he'd freaking get on with this already. Say that to yourself right now. Okay, if you say that in that kind of emotion, you're in red right now. See if you can feel that. Now say to yourself, I got this. No matter what happens today, I got this. Say that to yourself right now. That's a place of confidence. Okay, and that is in green. And you are in control of your day. You are winning your day right now. Does that make sense, everybody? Okay, same thing. We got the same day, but it was your thoughts about the day. And if you get really aware in your life, you'll see that this happens all day long. Okay, here's principle number three. 
your default system is red. If you do nothing, you will be in red. Okay. The doctor that I went to estimated at 90%. Um, my wife's a therapist. The psychologist um, estimated at 86%. 86% of people um, are in red. Okay. And my doctor estimated at nine out of 10. Okay. Here's the principle. Being in green is a work ethic. Okay. It is not something that you're going to wake up and just always have. Okay. And how is it a work ethic that we talk a lot, a lot of stuff about mornings and that's super important. We're not going to talk about that now. I'm going to talk about what happens after the mornings. Okay. So what happens after the mornings is you can become aware of the way that you feel. And if you feel in red, you can backtrack really quickly. What was the thought I just had? Oh, I have so much to do today. I need to change this to, I got this. And you can go from red to green. That's the work ethic. Those are the DC principles. I know they're deep and I know that we all forget them, including myself too. Um, but these are the principles that we're always going to be bringing up to you guys to help you build your world-class mindset. Cause the truth is you cannot build a world-class business without having a world-class mindset. So right now I put together our checklist. Okay. So the doctor gave me one that was kind of a generalized one. I put together the five most common negative mindsets that I see right now in clients in our industry. It's nothing to you guys specific. It's just what I'm hearing over and over and over again. So the five things that I hear the most of right now, I want you to check yourself. Okay. Just like the doctor would like check yourself. You know, when you go in, just say, do you have this? If you have it, reframe it, change it to a green thought. If you don't have it, Pat yourself on the back. Um, you're doing a good job. Here we go. The first one is worrying about things that we do not have control over. Okay. There's a lot of different ones on here. Here's the one that I hear the most is what's going to happen in the market next year when rates rise. Okay. That's number one that I hear across the industry and with our clients. Okay. So if this is you, let me just give you a reframe. The systems and the way that we teach you to run your business puts you head and shoulders above everyone else, okay? The rest of the industry does not have a definable VIP client for life business where you're creating advocates for your business that are selling for you as kind of a, a silent sales force. People do not have this. So all the volume that you've done this year, 20% of those people are going to be turning into sales staff for you, okay? You are growing just by doing our system. The rest of the industry is not. They are um, making a bunch of money right now, but they're spending a bunch of money right now. And what's going to happen is the minute that you see rates rise, there's going to be a panic in the market and we'll get a bunch of calls and, and everybody's going to go, oh my God, what do I do to get business? Okay. You guys are way ahead of that because you're working on it now. So I'd love to have an agreement with you all. If you do have fear around this, that you understand that this is nothing like 2008, okay? Yes, rates will rise at some point, and yes, overall volume will drop in the marketplace, but that doesn't mean that yours will, okay? The second one that I see is that people just focus on what's wrong in their lives. Um, maybe it's the, uh, the, the potential of a COVID lockdown again. Maybe it's our, our clients' attitudes right now. Maybe it's our kids. Um, guys, this is not meant to make you, make you feel guilty. This is, this is the one that I have probably the most trouble with in my own life. Um, and I was really not that solid at it until I did one thing that changed 
essentially my life, but it, what it really did is it changed my thoughts about life. Um, I'll tell you the quick story on it. Uh, our family went on a missions trip to Jamaica <clears throat> to serve in an orphanage. And if you've never seen what a third world orphanage looks like, this is it right here. Um, they're wood structures without air conditioning with about 15 kids per house in some of the hottest conditions imaginable. We were there in July in Jamaica. Um, so the minute that I got there from the, the resort area that we were staying at, you take a bus an hour up into the mountains and I literally, and there's no air conditioning on the bus or anything either, but you get off the bus and I literally went right to uh, somebody that worked there. And I was like, Hey, uh, excuse me, ma'am. Can you tell me where the water fountain is? And uh, she LOL'd harder than I've heard anybody in a long time. And she said, Hey mom, you see that bucket right there? If it rains today, that's your water fountain. I literally, when I, Tell that story right now, I still get goosebumps because in a blink of my eye, my whole thought belief about what's important in life changed in an instant. Um, and like I said, I'm not saying this to make you feel guilty or anything. I'm just sharing that my takeaway was once we have food, water, and shelter, um, everything else that we do is gravy. And I was so incredibly blessed to get to do the other things in my life because what was super sad was. My next question to her, I said, hey, listen, um, what happens if it doesn't rain today? And I started to, right then is where I got outside of my own mind. And I said, won't the kids die if they don't get water? And she said, yes, sometimes they die if it doesn't rain a lot. Me and the pastor's wife got back on the bus. We were like, that's not the right answer. Oh, my God. And we drove an hour back down. We went to, literally went to four stores that had no water. The fifth store had water. We bought out the water and then brought it back up. But um, that's what changed it for me. So I needed something on the outside for me to get it. Um, so as I said, I'm not doing this to, to make anybody feel guilty. I get it. Um, but this is what I can tell you is that practicing gratitude and having perspective will do wonders for your mindset. And if you have to do something like I did, I highly recommend it. Here's the third one. This one's deep. These are all deep, but this one's deep, man. <laughs> Being disappointed or angry that people do not meet your expectations. For instance, your kids don't clean up after themselves and you get angry. Your clients don't get their stuff in on, on time. Your teammates don't get their stuff done when you want them to. Your spouse doesn't tell you how awesome you are every day. Here's the deal. Only two things can happen when you expect something of another human being. Either they don't meet your expectations and you feel disappointed or angry, or they meet your expectations and you feel nothing. Okay? So we fall into this trap in our relationships where we feel either disappointed or nothing with the other people that are in our lives. The way to get out of this cycle is to have the courage to create agreements with everyone that you are in a relationship with. For instance, with your kids. Kids, we're going to play a game at the end of the day today. We're all going to clean up our stuff. And if someone doesn't do it, then that person doesn't get to use their phone tomorrow. I'm playing too. We're all in this together. That's an agreement. Um, an agreement with your client is, Mr. Client, because of the massive amount of people buying right now, we need you to get everything in and within 48 hours in order for us to make the closing date. Do you foresee any issues with this? That's an agreement with your clients. Um, Guys, I know that this is this is deep, okay? And you'll hear you'll hear coaches, you'll hear managers, you'll hear people saying, um, "Hey, listen, you need to 
to have expectations and you need to hold people accountable to their expectations. And I just say, hey, listen, how's that working out for you? It doesn't work. Okay, what works is having the courage to make agreements with everybody you're in a relationship with in your life. And you will see that your relationships will flourish, your business will flourish, um, your parenting will flourish. Everything will flourish if you can if you can just do that. All right. Number four. There's a lot of people, if you haven't heard yet, that are anxious about the political environment right now. Um, I'll say it like this. The Doomsday Brigade is out in full force right now, and their job is to make you feel terrified, okay? Fear is one of the most destructive emotions, and if you're in fear, you can be manipulated and you can be controlled, okay? I don't know if you guys remember the speech by uh, FDR. He said it like this in his... I think it was his um, inaugural address, I think. But I, this is what he said, is there's nothing to fear but fear itself, okay? So if you find yourself in any sort of fear, anxiety, anything about it, this is what I ask you to consider, is to please, please turn off the news Consider not engaging in any political conversations when you get texts and calls. Guys, I'm getting them too, okay? It's dramatic right now how many people want to talk about, you know, whatever their beliefs are or whatever, right? Um, I'll tell you my response back is I don't watch the news, so I'd be no help here. That's how I say it. Um, and also unfollow anybody on social that is peddling fear right now, Okay. If you're tied up in this, if you're listening to this and you're going, Derek, you don't understand, right? You know, and I'm like, oh, okay, um, I get it. Um, just be very aware of the way that you feel, okay? And if you aren't feeling, if, if the kind of whatever you're consuming, whatever you're talking to is not uplifting you, if it's not helping you, just consider taking a break from it. I will tell you this. If something big happens, you absolutely will hear about it, okay? Um, a lot of these news, they, they make their money by keeping you in fear so that you feel like you need to tune in to find out what the next breaking news is. Um, the only thing they care about is that you're tuning in and that your eyeballs are there so that they can sell advertising dollars. That's it. That's their business. Okay. And they know if you're scared, you're going to tune in to see what the next breaking thing is. And that overall increases their business. So they are in the business of fear. And so as long as you know that, just hopefully help somebody out with this. The fifth one that I see right now is that people are taking on other people's drama. It's very hard right now in this environment not to do this, okay? I think we can all relate to being in a good mood and then someone says or does something and our world gets completely thrown out of whack, okay? So this is what we talk about with bless and release. Okay. This is what it's all about. I, I think a lot of people, when we hear bless and release, they think that means fire everybody in their life. And if somebody's negative, we just fire them immediately. Sometimes we can't. Okay. So even when I said about the politics, sometimes you can't, right? Sometimes it's a client that you have one week to go and they take an absolute flyer on you. You're closing that deal. Okay, you have to close that deal. You have to be a professional and close that deal. This is what bless and release really comes in on. Okay, is 
closing that deal without taking on any of their emotion. Okay. And this is how you do it. Somebody takes a flyer on you guys. It happens to me a lot. You'd be surprised. Okay. Um, so I'm with you in this one. Someone takes a flyer on you, you immediately pause and get present. Okay. What you're doing is you're just making sure that you're not going to take anything on and you bless them. Bless them is another way of forgiving them right there. Okay. Cause if you forgive somebody and this goes for anything in your life, you immediately release yourself from taking on any of that drama. Um, here's the deal. Hurt people, hurt people. Okay. What's happening is they are miserable and they're not feeling good, which is why they lash out. Okay. They're under a lot of stress. They have a lot of anxiety during the home buying process and the home selling process, and they can't take it anymore. And they do not get this kind of coaching. So they lash out at somebody else. They don't know what red is. Okay. Um, so what blessing is right there is getting present. So you don't take on that emotion. You forgive them because you understand that they're in a lot of pain right there. And then the release part is where you just release them from having any effect over you at all. This is a big deal right now in this emotional environment that we're in. Okay. That's what bless and release means. Okay. Um, when, when you have to be in a relationship with somebody that's riffing on a red. Um, all right, guys. So here's the deal. I know this is super deep and we're going to continue to be bringing you guys messages on this because as I said, I'm not doing you justice by saying, Hey, listen, we're here to help you only build a world-class business. If I don't bring in that building a world-class business and having the freedom to have an inspired life also requires of you guys to build a world-class mindset as well. Okay. And so I appreciate you guys taking this time to go deep during this right now and to do the work on yourself. We will continue to do this in the future. And as I leave you today, I'm going to tell you the ancient story of the carrot, egg, and coffee bean. If you haven't heard it, it goes like this. A young man went to the wise elder in the village and started complaining about how difficult things were for him. He didn't know how he was going to make it and said he just wanted to give up. He was tired of the fight and the struggle. It seemed as soon as one problem was solved, a new one arose. The wise elder took him into the kitchen, and he filled three pots with water, and he brought them all to a boil. In one pot, he placed a carrot. In the second, he placed an egg. And in the last, he placed the coffee beans. He let them sit there for about 15 minutes. And afterwards, he turned to the young boy, and he said, Tell me, what do you see? And the boy replied, I see a carrot and an egg and a coffee in a pot. So the wise elder brought him closer and he asked him to feel the carrots. He did, and he noted that they were kind of soft. And then he asked him to take the egg and break it. After pulling out the shell, he saw that the egg had become hard inside. Finally, he asked him to sip the coffee. The young man smiled as he tasted its rich aroma. He then said, what's the point? The wise man explained that each of these objects had faced the same adversity, boiling water, but each reacted differently. The carrot went in strong, hard, and unrelenting. However, after being subjected to the boiling water, it softened and became weak. The egg, after being put in the boiling water, its insides became hardened. The coffee beans were unique, however. After they were in the boiling water, they had changed the water. The wise elder asked the son, which are you? 
When adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot that goes in strong, but with adversity you wilt and become soft? Are you an egg that started out with a soft heart, but changed with the heat and became hardened and stiff? Or are you like the coffee bean, where when adversity hits you, you actually release your fragrance and your flavor and change the very circumstance that brought you that pain? Guys, my encouragement to you this week is to be the coffee bean. We love you. Reach out if you need anything. You guys have an amazing week, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in today. If you want help from us on how to build the systems necessary so that you can have a world-class practice for yourself, then head on over to DerekGenie.com backslash schedule and book a call with one of our coaches. On that call, we will get you crystal clear on exactly where you are in your business right now, and most importantly, what it takes for you to build that practice for yourself. Again, that's DerekCheney.com backslash schedule. D-E-R-Y-C-K-C-H-E-N-E-Y.com backslash schedule. You have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you soon.